0: Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me here again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries, 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Once again, I am joined, in this case, rejoined by a lovely, phenomenal woman, my C-suite sister, Connie Fife. Brought her back onto radio today because I want to publicly and globally thank her for this wonderful opportunity, which we're going to get into, that she afforded me. So, again, I'm going to plug a little bit about who Connie is before we turn it over to unscripted dialogue, as we always do. So, who is Connie Fife? Well, what I can tell you is that Connie is the chair and CEO of the Fife Group, in Inc., a business architect firm specializing in creative thinking for leadership and business success. She has authored over 1,000 articles and four books on leadership, productivity, personal development, marketing, and influence. From drag racing, Harley riding, horse taming, tattoo diva, she broke the mold and is not your typical leader. She is the unstoppable diva, the essence of a woman on a mission to help women in the C-suite achieve excellence and be unstoppable. Stoppable together, host of Up or Out with Connie, her weekly podcast is consistently ranked number one on the networks. She was recently named the number one female headliner for C-suite Radio. She is also heard on iHeart, I cyrus xm iTunes, Stitcher, and 1900 analog networks around the globe. In total, her weekly podcast reaches over 5 million listeners. Connie's message is simple. She gives you permission to be your authentic self, to be bold, to be connected, and to be unstoppable together. Formerly, Connie was the Director of the United States Chamber of Commerce and the CEO of Girl Scouts. Since 2006, she is leading her own company, The Fife Group, founder of the Women Who Dare Council and Biannual Conference and Total Leadership Academy. Although she has many degrees, Connie learned about life the hard way. As a teenager, she was couch surfing and cleaning houses to survive. She is known for her wise cracking yet straightforward advice. There isn't much she hasn't heard or done herself. She has become one of America's most trusted source of advice through her writing, award-winning podcasts, speaking engagements, and leadership training programs. Connie is always giving. Her success is your rewards. Because of the recent growth and reach of her podcast, she has a special offer for you, all the ladies listening to today's show. You want to scale your business? you want a greater reach and not sure how to get there, you need to keep listening to learn more about how Connie is sharing and what she is sharing with you today. Get ready. If you're sitting, please have your pen and paper in hand. If you're in your car, hit the record button. You don't want to miss any of today's insights on life choices we make and success from Connie Fife. Wow, Connie, welcome back to Living Fearlessly. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing awesome. Fantastic. So I wanted to bring you back on radio, as you know, because you were very gracious in extending me an opportunity last week. We spoke on the phone at length. Uh, we've mm-hmm. been in back and forth contact. And Connie, again, is my C-suite sister. And of course, now I'm officially merged with C-suite. So all my podcasts, once we go live, get merged up to the C-suite uh, radio network. So Connie, I want to say thank you. And maybe you can start by letting the listeners know about this fantastic opportunity that's going on with Women Who Dare Council. Well, let me let me
1: first um, by saying thank you uh, for being part of the C-suite now and being part of the Women Who Dare Council. So the Women Who Dare Council, so uh, the Fife Group and the C-suite have partnered on some programs and one being the Women Who Dare Council. And the council, so everyone knows, we have offered and invited Lisa to become a founder of our advisory council. Yay! She's only one, <laughs> one, one of seven women around the world who have been invited to be part of the Advisory Council. So we are super, super excited about that. And we are going public. We are making a public announcement on this program on Tuesday, February 12th. We're going to be in San Jose and we're actually attending and hosting there the... um. um a conference. It's the C Suite conference and the Fife Group conference, and we are going to be talking about investing in and meeting with investors and angels, and you know who's going to give those dollars to small businesses so we we can thrive. So the woman who dear council is it's so exciting. So let me first start by saying our promise of the council is to offer. Ex, um, Uh, It's an exclusive group where professional women are able to network, learn best practices, and empower each other to become your best self. And our mission is simple. It is to help women in leadership, executive women achieve excellence, and be unstoppable together. I mean, that's that's what it's all about for women because, I mean, women, we're, we're our own worst enemy. <laughs> like yeah. let's, be, let's be honest, we are our own worst enemy. I mean, for years, I mean, I was director at the chamber of commerce. I mostly worked for men. I loved it, loved it. Uh, I mean, in the previous life, I was a, I was a financial um, advisor. I was an investor. um, and I loved working with the guys, but I, I, I despise working with the women. I mean, <laughs> seriously, I mean, we are so catty and we're, we're always at each other and You know, so then when I when I went to the Girl Scouts, which is made up of mostly women, you know, at first I thought, oh good go, oh good lord, I mean, I am not going to fit in here because I despise working with women. It was just, it was the truth of it. And of course, the more and more I I worked there, and it wasn't really the women of the leadership, but it was the girls and the opportunities to help mold some girls because. I mean, let's face it, in Girl Scouts, 80% of the girls are below poverty. Um, you know, that's the population that's there. So to be able to show them that there's other opportunities and other ways that they can move forward with their life besides, you know, teenage pregnancy or dropping out of school or, you know, other things that happen, because all of that I experienced myself when I was a young girl. Now mm-hmm. I, I didn't drop out of school, but at 16, the woman who I was living with, um, grandmother, she was forcing me to quit school at 16. Wow. And, uh, yes, and and you know, and I was already working as you know, you know, I was cleaning houses to survive. I was already, I was, I was ironing men's cotton shirts. That's what. Ew, I- Connie. That's what I was doing in, yeah, that's what I was doing in junior high school. I was doing that. I was cooking and cleaning for the neighbors. You know, I was watching 13 of my cousins every day. I would, you know, shoot them off the school. I would run back home. I'd have to make sure things were done around the house. I'd go to school myself, come home. So school wasn't important. So. You know, so how I ended up couch surfing was because she died a month before my 16th birthday. Oh,
0: I'm sorry to hear
1: that. Well, I always, I always took that as a gift, mm-hmm. because I was no longer forced to quit school when I was 16.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I kept myself in school, although I didn't have a solid roof, <laughs> um, it was like, you know, every every week, oh, can I sit your house? Can I sit your house? And, you know, it was, it was one of those. So I always like to say I was cleaning houses before I was filling houses because I literally was. Mm-hmm. And so when I became uh, part of Girl Scouts, it was, you know, so personal to me because I've been there. Mm-hmm. And then through that, I learned how to work with women.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, there's a few things I want to say. There's a, because again, you know me, everything simultaneously hits at once in my, my brain here. So, yeah. Yeah. So, a couple of things. There's so many parallels between you and I outside of just the fact that we both belong to C-Suite and we both have our own podcasts and we're connected mm-hmm. with C-Suite Radio. Um, so of course I was a brownie and a girl guide so we have that in common in terms of <laughs> the aligned path there but going back to what you said at the top of the hour there Connie I mean I can attest to what you said in terms of women being caddy because having once upon a time in my former vocation of being uh, in senior management and social mm-hmm. services specifically crisis management one of the, fo- the last positions I held before I left the field altogether uh, mm-hmm. was director of women's shelters so women and children fleeing domestic violence and of course you would think with all the staff being female, you would think, okay, this is gonna be like a kick ass empowered group, you know. Right, right. And and alternatively what ended up happening was you have all kinds of women who based on their own experiences, based on their own level of feminism and their own yeah. outlooks with how not only women should power, how women should work, how pimi- uh, women should do a whole host of things, nice. and again, trying to get rid of the judgmentalness because we're here to support women and empower women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you had women who came from the framework of radical feminism, liberal feminism, mm-hmm. uh, all you know, so all these uh, controversies and conflicts at work. And it's like at the end of the day, it's like, can we just do our jobs, people? You know, like yes. can we just? We just support each other and, and, wow. and, and support each other for the fact that our mission here is to support these women and children who are in crisis. This isn't That's about right. your politics versus my politics. Right. So, but, uh, yeah, so I, I, I clearly get what you're saying when you reference that at the top of the hour. And I think what you're doing now and how going forward and all the life lessons that you've learned and all your experiences within leadership, uh, has really, really, um, You've really honed it well. You've really crystallized it. And of course, bringing me into the fold, I couldn't be more grateful. I couldn't be more honored to be part of the Women Who Dare Council and to be working alongside you in a different capacity. So Mm -hmm. um, why don't we talk a little bit about the Women Who Dare Council in terms of the criteria? So for women who are listening, for women who are listening and uh, this is really uh, sparking some interest for them, what do they need to know in terms of the criteria and how to reach out to you?
1: Well, we're looking for women um, uh, really that want to make an impact. They want to have an influence, and they also want to be an inspiration to others. So Women Who Dare is not about self. This is mm-hmm. about what you're going to do and what you're going to help for others. So membership is available to professional women in the C-suite or those that are building or are already there in their entrepreneurial business. I mean, and that's where you, you fall in. I mean, you know, you're already there. You have a strong involvement in your community and you have a desire to connect with other, uh, other women and support other women in their quest to achieve excellence. Okay, So we're looking for women who are like-minded in the sense that they're ready to give back, they're ready to mentor others, and they are ready to become an iconic woman and make a difference around the globe.
0: Fantastic. And so what's the vision, short-term and long-term, for the council? Where do you see this going, Connie? Well, the, the vision
1: I see for the council is to be that go-to place where women can come and know that it's a safe environment where we can help and support each other Coming from different backgrounds. I mean, uh, you know, that that diversity that we talk about, let's embrace it within the council. And so when when women come um, to the council, we want to be that support and help for them to help them personally and professionally. So personally, you know, create that high performance professionally, you know, achieve that excellence that they want, whether it's being heard in the boardroom or starting and growing their their own successful business. So I want to be that go-to organization around the world for women. Uh, so, I mean, that is short-term. That is also long-term. I want us to be around. I want to be able to pass this this organization onto the next generation so they can continue to help lift women up at you know from all backgrounds from all e- all economic backgrounds from all skin color no matter who they are to be able to help and support each other around the world so we are working um, on creating some endowments i met with some investors yesterday very very excited about that so we were going to create an endowment so this will be around for generations to come. Fantastic.
0: So for the listening audience, could you maybe discern and decipher the difference between a council versus a committee?
1: Okay, well, a, a council, that again, that's more long-term. We are here to in- encompass everyone around the globe. A committee is... Say, for example, we also within the council, we do have a foundation. We we have the Women Who Dare Foundation. So on that foundation, our advisory circle, we don't call them committees. We call them circles. That advisory circle will be the ones making those decisions each year and where we are putting our proceeds. So we're going to focus on three areas. One is going to be, well, Women, um, women and children, helping helping women attain their greater education so they can continue moving on. And then the third one is is really going to be an open category, such as helping people that are going through the hurricanes right now, and and you know sure. if we need to give some money back there to the area. So again, um, I hope that you know define what you're looking for because a committee is, a committee is really like an ad hoc committee. Uh, you know, advisory council can come may come together and say, let's put a committee together to do some some uh, quick research on what area we should give to that would be a committee. But the circle is 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 long term. It, it is ongoing. It is encompassing everybody together.
0: Super. Well, obviously, the vision here, too, is to expand and to continuously grow uh, the council, not just the membership, but the momentum. So, um, you know, is there a cap for how many people can effectively be a part of this, Uh, you know, in terms of being part of the council itself? Are you wanting to keep the council small, but the membership large in terms of people who have some pull or in and out um, connection to it in terms of being a contributor, if not necessarily a member of the council per se but want to play a role in some capacity yes yes and yes <laughs> yeah yes, yes, yes.
1: you got it um uh, so so the 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 woman who dare counsel uh, i'm I, you know that the the goal of that is i have 200 so circle of 200 Uh, council of 200 they're they're going to be the the primary woman the woman who who come to the table and again everyone working together and leading our annual conferences what we have um, bringing back our annual conferences so they're going to be biannual we're going to have um, again, twice a year, biannual. So we're going to have them two a year. So our Circle 200 are going to be the women who are going to be part of leading the conference. They're going to be the speakers at the conference. They're going to be the ones that have the opportunity to share the services and programs that they do. And the membership itself, the membership at large, that I mean, that number, I mean, Beyond infinity. Uh, you know, we want that number to grow. We want the membership number to grow. And, of course, all of the membership will be invited to participate in the conference. And then we have live live webinars that will happen throughout the year. And then our Circle 200, our women, they also will be hosting um, events, networking events in their communities. So, again, this isn't just, you know, a one-stop in Los Angeles or New York or any major mm-hmm. city around the country that will hold the conferences. But we also want the, the women to engage in h- holding this in their own local home communities. For example, I, I was speaking to, uh, I mean, I'm from, from Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky. I spent a lot of my time in the Northeast, so I had been talking to folks in both of those areas about the program. And they're already, um, they're already planning an um, um, A local, a local neighborized uh, neighborhood event. One is they're like, okay, we're gonna do this in November. I'm like, it's like two months away. Like, yeah, we know we're gonna do it in November. (laughs) Like, like, because I mentioned that I that I was coming to visit, and they said, good, we're gonna do it while you're here. Um, So the 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 dynamics of the group. uh, I mean, it it is so exciting um, to see what's going on uh, about about. um, about the group and it is such a time right now for women and women to step up and to to be empowered. And that's, you know, another aspect of this is that we are empowering women to step up and be who they are, be their be their own person so a lot is happening with the group Uh, a a lot of it there's a lot of moving parts going on right now because you know this is really um, a revitalization of the program that we did previously which was a global women's network Mm -hmm. and so this revitalization of it I mean there is such excitement going on around it um, around the country so and again for the listeners if you're interested in becoming um, a member even just stepping in as a membership component and learning more about it or just jumping right Right in, um, you know, right right into it, and becoming a member of the advisory council. So we have several different levels to go on. We want this to continue on for a very very long time.
0: Fantastic. Well, let's talk. There's two. Okay, two more thoughts that came to me again simultaneously. Always okay. happens. I know you can relate <laughs> and appreciate that. So let me go with the one thought. So uh, you know clearly. Clearly you being a visionary, being a leader, you know, what we do for a living in terms of giving back, paying forward, being of service to other people, right. in order to do things effectively in terms of within the framework of a business model, we understand that it derives out of a need or we see that there's a deficit or something's missing. Right. So in terms in terms of you having chosen to spearhead this specifically, Connie, what were you seeing a lack of or what were you seeing as uh perceivably being um Non-effective that made you go, okay. Th- this we really need to get this going, and we need to get this going now. So, what what has not been happening amongst women? That oh, that <laughs> pivotal. We may not have a long enough shower.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> the 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 good thing is, um I, I've sat in CEO positions, uh you know, in, in corporate. Mm-hmm. I've 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 been in the C-suite, and I've been able to look at it. From the top down, which is good, sometimes not so good. Mm -hmm. But what I've been seeing, so, and I really didn't see it until after Girl Scouts myself. So I've been, you know, leading the Fife Group for the past 11 years. And it wasn't until about two years ago, I took a step back. Mm -hmm. I got to spend some time with my mom, who was very, very ill before she passed. And during that time, I did actually, I, I did a lot uh, of talking with my mom, um, about my childhood, about things that have happened, about the behavior of, of women. Now, my mom wasn't college educated, but she was so wise in some of the comments that she had made. And, and that's exactly, and she was saying, you know, we, we don't help each other. We don't support each other. You know, she had me when she was 16 and, you know, I was put up for adoption. Was something I just learned within the last couple of years, um, but she is my my birth mother, and she said you know, she was basically put out the past year. People that want to talk to her, and, and in a sense, although we've come a long way, that is still happening. So I was starting to notice some things there, and really, you know, um, you know, getting some more insight into how we behave and how we treat each other as women, and and then. Um, when Trump became office, you see all these women stepping out because of Trump's behavior, uh, which were horrible. Uh, but and, then, and I, I know the guy, and seeing his behavior. But what really surprised me, what really got to me, was how women behaved in return, how they retaliated. It didn't make us look very good. You know, they're 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 marching which is great, I mean, you, you have a message, I mean, I worked in D.C. for a lot of years, and uh, I mean, I was right there on the Capitol, and, you know, so I've seen a lot of marches, I've seen, you know, a lot of people speak in their voice, which is fantastic, and that's exactly what we're doing, and the Woman Who dare Counsel. What I, I, I didn't see that we did well was the way we behaved, uh, wearing vaginas on our head, that doesn't make us look very good, ladies, and, and, I, and I know some people take offense when they say that, but seriously, come on. You're walking down the street with a vagina on your head and you're and you're petitioning that you wanted to be treated fairly and be treated like a woman. How the heck are you going to be treated like a woman and treated professionally when you look like that?
0: Okay, can I play devil's advocate? First Go, right, all, ahead. Go okay. right ahead. Go right ahead. First of all, let me ask you, are you a Trump supporter? No. Okay, great. Then we have that in common, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that means Kanye gets to continue for the rest of the interview. She's got the green light now. Okay. Oh, <laughs> So what I'll say to that, I'll play devil's advocate because, of course, I always try to look at where people are coming from and their, their, their yeah. branding, their imaging, their message. And yeah. and a lot of things are, are very aggressive and a lot of things are very subtle. And I think you can find effectiveness in both. And um, I think, you know, I mean, do, would I wear a vagina on my head? No. Um, but when you're dealing with trying to impart your message and you're kind yeah. of – Retaliating, And I, I don't really like that word, but that's kind of what you're doing. You're kind of giving Ooh. it back.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: when we know the things that have been uh, associated with Trump in terms of, you know, disclosures being heard on tape, you know, right. uh, touching women's private parts and all right. that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you, you kind of have to look at your intended audience. So if you know that you're dealing with a moron who's socially inept and lacks emotional <laughs> intelligence, okay, I'm not saying the guy doesn't have his good points. I mean, obviously, he wouldn't have fared this well right. in not only the political arena, but in terms of his own business as an entrepreneur, and, and we co- right. and and no fault of his. I mean, we go up when we go down. You know, sometimes we're on top of our game. Sometimes we're not on top of our game. right, right. We're all human, but I mean, you know, the guy obviously has some smarts about him, and, um, you know, a lot of the things that he's decided to employ have actually worked to his benefit, and he has been fairly consistent in his messaging, whether we, as the listener, as the audience, as the people, like the message, appreciate the message, respect the message, right. or not. Um, so I think as far as women having gone the route of doing what we would perceive as perhaps drastic and maybe not necessarily... In our best interest, right. I, I can I can understand, you know, if you want Trump to hear you, you've got to communicate in a way that he has tried to dialogue with you or what we know to be associated. But there are, there's
1: There's better ways to deal with a person like that.
0: And I don't disagree with that, Connie. I definitely don't yes. disagree with that. But at the same time, I mean, we're talking about it now on radio. So it's left yes. some kind of lingering impact. And I think perhaps that was maybe the main goal.
1: Right. Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. To leave, the, uh, and, and I mean, I'm not knocking any woman that was out there. I mean, they were brave. They they went out there. They they gave a message. I, I mean, I applaud them. I mean, the millions and millions of women that marched, I applaud every single one of them for what they did. I mean, the courage, the the bravery, um, and some, you know, gave them that confidence to say, you know, I am going to stand up to this bully because that's exactly what he is. But what I, you know, what really jumped out at me is that we can do this in a way that, okay, they, they laid out the message. They made him look bad. But let's also make women and help women look better, right? You so, know, so, so, so that's kind of, so that's where I'm coming from. That let's do this better, so uh-huh. it's a win. It's a greater win for the women that are standing out there and marching against him. And we can do it in, in in such a more positive, more professional way that makes women stand out even more than making this look this guy look like a shithead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the shithead that he is. Let's not forget that disclaimer. But anyway, um, oh, <laughs> well, we had to put that out there. We had to put that out there. <laughs> gotta put that out there. 145 countries. Okay. <laughs>
1: so, and, and and this and this this conversation has led to so much dialogue. I mean that you know we still haven't come up with an answer for that. So as women, let's come together and let's create a greater message. And you know I learned a long time ago. That you're, you're gonna, you're gonna have people around you that are, are, they're gonna be shitheads no matter what you do, okay? They're not going to change. But the biggest thing is don't go after them. Take the high road. Take a different approach that makes you the better person. Right. Okay? Uh, I mean, and how many times have we taught this? I mean, even in a schoolyard fight, you know, if somebody bullies you, you know, you let it go, you let it go, you let it go, and then you pop them one. I've done that. Uh, but the biggest <laughs> thing is, you know, take the high road. Take the high road where it comes back to you that it benefits you, that it makes you look like the greater person. So, right. and that's all I'm saying. Yeah, they they laid out a message. They challenged this guy. But did it make these women look any better? In my right. mind, no. Let's do it differently. Let's take the high road and let's challenge these, you know, these people in Washington DC every single step of the way, but let's do it differently.
0: Without denigrating ourselves, correct?
1: That's right.
0: Okay. All right. So the other the other thought, I'm I'm quite impressed that I was able to hold on to this during that whole diatribe back and forth between you and I. Um and so going back to the council now of course it's not just about filling spots it's not just about you know saying we have 200 people for the sake of having 200 people the big part about this because of what you stand for and you're very staunch in this which i respect and this is why i want to be a part of it and this is why i believe in it is accountability so for people who take it beyond Upon being accepted by you as being an exclusive member, um, let's talk about what the accountability piece is to be a part of this Women Who Dare Council.
1: Well, I and, and people are going to be selected. And, again, it's not, it's not a numbers game. Mm-hmm. This, this, this is not. I mean, we're saying Circle 200. If we had a Circle 30 and we had 30 people that were very active, that were holding events and again, not rallies, but holding events in their in their community to bring women together and to support women. That's what we're looking for. We are looking for people and again that call it accountability, but people are women rather that are willing to step up, be a leader to help other women and when they see somebody else fall down or going through a very difficult time. To be there, to reach out to them, to pick them up. That's what we're looking for. I mean, we, I mean we, we live in a very sparse world, but this, you know, the United States alone, if we could just reach out to another woman in need, imagine the help that we can provide them. And, you know, and through our foundation and through the work that we are doing on um, being spokes, spokeswomen, uh, we're going to do that. And the, the other great thing, too, and because of my work that I've done in in Washington, D.C., we have opportunities to lobby and go out there. And I'm going to be reaching out to the women in the council, in our circle, to be the ones to go there and speak on behalf of on behalf of women. We're no longer gonna sit and we're no longer gonna let other people, you know, walk over us. And again, it's taken the high road and that's how you do it. And I learned that a long time ago. Like you I said, I, I I was homeless. I was couch surfing in my teens and yeah. I was uh, I was abused, I was sexually abused, I was physically abused, mm-hmm. and, you know, that no longer happens, but it doesn't mean that I am ready to beat up these guys, I already did that a long time ago, um, <laughs> I already got that out of my system, I've learned that we need to take the high road, and that's when we make a difference.
0: Right. And I just want to, I just want to make a, a, a statement here. Connie and I, we love men. We work with men. We, we, we're surrounded by really professional, very gentle, very smart, very intelligent men. This isn't about male bashing at all. We've bashed- Not at all. No, and we've Trump bashed, or we've bashed Trump. <laughs> Bash Trump, and we you know, but it, it's that kind of mindset, so it's you know, yeah. looking, you know, yeah. So, I just want to be very clear that although we're all pro women in this particular group, and we've Trump, yeah. uh, we've bashed Trump for, for reasons I think he set the tone for himself, I think he's invited that uh, reception from all of us based on some of his ignorance and some right. of his uh, crudeness, so um. But anyway,
1: you made a point. This group is not about bashing men. I mean, I have no. a I have a wonderful husband. I'll tell him sometimes just black your ears. Don't listen to what I say. Um, <laughs> but I mean, and, and I have a son. No, it's not about men bashing at all. And this 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 uh, council will not allow that. Right. Well, you know that's that's part of our agreements. You know that when everyone joins, that no, it's not about men bashing. It's about helping and supporting women. That's exactly Absolutely.
0: what it's for and i know that and you know i know that but i just want to make that clear to everybody who thinks yes. we appeal to all demographics so i yes, just want to yes. make sure nobody's feeling uh you know that they're, they're misconstruing our information or your message or what the mission is of, related to the women who dare counsel so just right. get that just getting that perfectly straight right so, right so yeah so um now, in terms of some of the other things, and I don't know if you want to discuss this publicly, I don't want to put you on the spot if not, but when we had talked behind the scenes on the phone about some of the different opportunities that may be forthcoming as a result of some of the women who have already been selected as an exclusive member, do you want to talk about some of the other things that may be happening associated with that, or do you want to just leave oh. that for another
1: uh no no. I mean if you want to I could I could yeah. really quickly quickly talk about it. Well this um since I since we've even launched this or, or relaunched it, revitalized it, so many more things are happening. I mean it's been incredible. Um I have the Today show talking to me about Yes yeah, doing a segment on the Today show about about what we're doing because you, you know, and again, what makes us different? Because there's a lot of women's groups out there. So what yep. what does make us different? Okay, so they want to talk about that um, because we are standing out there, and this is for executive professional women to come together to network, to have opportunity to speak, speak your you know your voice, and also have you know some mentoring, some coaching in the background about how to do that. And and I still go back to my uh, my Girl Scout mission which is you know helping build women of with courage, confidence, and character to make it a greater world, a greater planet. That's our Girl Scout mission. And I still and I still and I still use it. I wear it every day. Um but the other really fun things that have been happening, so I have my radio show, my own radio podcast, Upper Out with Connie, and in the last year um, after I did some soul searching, um, with mom and then after mom passed and, you know, moving forward from that, since last September, we really took a look at, again, the upper out and, you know, and I said, who really is my network? Who, who do I really work with and enjoy working with? And guess what? It was women! Hey! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, for a cry from what I used to say, I don't want to work with women. So we relaunched, so I left my, my radio um, network, who was still fantastic to me, Transformation in Conscious Business Radio, fantastic to me. I joined the C-Suite Network. I became the number one female headliner on the C-Suite Network. Yeah. And so we've been running running that for a bit of time, and the numbers keep growing, and the numbers keep growing, and growing, and growing. And then within the last uh, couple of months, the numbers are just flying I, I off the shelves. Like, it's you know, I keep saying to my team, we need to update our material. We need to update our material because the, the numbers just continue growing. We're now on, again, iHeartRadio. T- we're on SiriusXM. Prime time. Um, again, we continue to grow on the C Suite network because I mean they're also expanding out to I don't know how many millions of listeners around Bloomberg Radio and all of the other networks. And then again, today's show came to me. So now we're also taking the show and we're adding online television. So that was some of the folks I met with yesterday in, in LA. So we're gonna be getting in the studio and we're going to be interviewing ladies ladies that are really making it happen, you know, women in the fast lane, you know, those women who dare and we're going to bring them into the studio and interview them there, so that's then going to be relaunched on the C-Suite Network and uh, we'll do a segment on a today show and a today online radio, but also I, I got a list here of all of the new networks, Lisa, that you're not even aware of yet um, Roku TV they they came on, they want to do something with us um, Apple TV, okay, we have Apple on there, we have RCN Television, Sanyo, Samsung Smart, Vesta I mean this whole list, I have a list here of networks that want us to join them, I mean, the, the explosion of this is just phenomenal, incredible, and it's incredible, so if women are asking what's in it for me, let me tell you what's in it for you, all of this free, marketing media exposure that you are going to continue getting. It's again private access into the into the council. Uh, invitations to events and speaking opportunities. <clears throat> if you're a full advisory member, there's no cost for those. There's no additional cost for that. And you you could bring your team along along as well. The biggest, biggest benefit of this is that you have personal access to peers. People like you that are that may have struggles as you. Uh, most of our members are going to be Gen X women, it, you know, be average between the ages of 32 and maybe 58. So Gen X women are the sandwich generation. Um, that was a part of my research and reflection that I had done. I interviewed 50 women who are sitting in the C-suite. During this period of time, every one of them, almost to a T, said this is what they want. They want more money so they could spend time with their family, so they can give back more to their community, so they have time for, you know, because they're feeling that, that sandwich generation, so they have time for their parents as well. And they want to live and work and work with who they want to work with. Mm-hmm. So being a part of this advisory council, and that's what we're really selective to and who we invite in, is because, Lisa, I want you to be able to network with somebody that may have this, and I know you have young children, so maybe you're networking with uh, another member who also has young children, and there's also that question of, you know, and balance and how do I, you know, I'm a single mom and how, you know, how do I do this? So mm-hmm. you can work together, help each other and support each other. Um, there's also sponsorship opportunities. You know, you can come in as a sponsor for some events. We are having weekly uh, live fireside chats where we're just going to jump on a zoom call. And we're just going to have a conversation about something that's going on that week, maybe personal, maybe professional, you know, we have that for you. Also, I have uh, an awesome, awesome full team that are here to help you with, you know, maybe you're um, a solopreneur and you're trying to grow your own business and you know, if you are like me, you're not really good at technology. Uh, so we, <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about that too. Buddy. Ah, right, right. <laughs> uh, so you know, we're we're providing you access to a team that can help you with that, uh, or or social media and the and the CEO or the SEO for this is just phenomenal. You know, use some of these SEOs, some of these hashtags, and you are going to be found. Um, so, again, we have that. We have special reports and publications, and this is something I've always done from the U.S. Chamber to Girl Scouts, always a special report, where I'm asking you, our members, to contribute to this special report on a topic of the day uh, or the week or whatever it is, you know, that hot topic that you want to be talking about. But we always want it to be positive. You know, we don't yeah. want that, you know, that constant debate going or that negativity going. So we want that. Yeah positive no no
0: vaginas on the head and you're writing maybe. right
1: exactly <laughs> when no vaginas on the head are allowed i'm sorry um yeah i didn't know that has really opened up a lot of conversations um you know again networking with your peer enhancing your own personal branding uh you're going to be able to connect with global leaders in over 500 um or i'm sorry 500 companies that we have on board right now in over 200 cities across the globe or 200 countries. <laughs> uh, I get so excited about this. <laughs> um, and then, I'll, of course, complementary linkage linkage to the Fife Group and to our Upper Out Network. So, you know, you get some backlinks there. We're going to have a, um, a, a learning a learning portal. So you have 20, 24 by 7 access to go in there, look for other resources. You know, maybe somebody else is on there at 2 in the morning. If you're like me, that's what I get. My best work done. Yes. Uh, you know, so, so I mean it's full access pass to again all of the conferences, not just me. And the other thing too is not just membership in the Upper Out Network or the um Women Who Dare Network, you also get membership into the C suite network as well. So you're also invited to all of the C suite events that they have. So I mean the the Fife Group and the um the Hazler group, we have we have come together, we've partnered on this and mm-hmm. you know, they, they have um a a huge following of, you know, executive, you know. And then when you come to the, the, the Hazler group, you know, it's men and women. And yeah. because we still need to be networking with the men as well. You, know, Absolutely. you still need that because again that's that diversity. And that's how I bring it together. Like next week, we're going to San Jose, uh, Monday, Tuesday, September 11 and 12th, where I'm making the big announcement of our Woman Who Dare. So it's going to become public as of Tuesday. So if you want to get in now, uh, let us know before we go public. And then we're again connecting with the, the Hazel group and we're meeting with some investors, um, you know, hopefully get some angel money. And you know, we want to get some again, continue building that endowment for a woman who dare counsel. So again, it, it continues on for many, many, many generations to come.
0: Terrific. Well, let me ask you this, Connie, because I mean, this is all really thought out. This is quite methodical and it's gaining momentum and traction even before this is publicly announced on yes. on Tuesday. And I know that you were gracious to put a press release on my page with me being one of the exclusive members, which yes. again, I'm super honored and grateful for. So, I mean, for, for you know, mentioning the Today Show, talking about fan, um, Apple TV and Samsung and all these other people that are high profile, I mean, how long has it put you to kind of put the blueprints of this together
1: uh, this has been circulating in my in my head as scary in a, as it sounds uh this has been circulating for some time like so we i had one before when i was at the u.s chamber i, I did something similar um and then of course at the girl scout's um we had, we, there were, it was the Green Hat Society, you know, Girl Scouts, you bleed green, uh, again, on a small scale. And I've really wanted to do something like this. And I was, uh, you know, I've been looking for the right partner to do it with. Mm -hmm. And again, when I, and I connected with C-Suite, I mean, I, I knew this was it. And even, even before that doing, you know, spending that time and, and, you know, with my mom and, you know, questioning her and talking to all of these other women across the country because I kept saying to myself, there's something missing, there's something missing, you know, like, you know, there was like this black hole, like, what what are we missing, ladies? Mm-hmm. And again, doing those interviews with them and then, you know, looking at the information and getting, finding those four points, which were were almost, you know, across the T. And then the other thing with these women that I had interviewed, um, They all come from a background, from a place of, oh, I lived on the other side of the tracks, or I was abused, or the the one woman who's now the editor of the New York Times, she was actually homeless when she was a teen with her family. Her mom and dad were addicts. Mom and dad ended up dying, overdosing on the streets. Her sister ended up, same thing. She was able to pick herself up and move forward. So the, the other question I always had is, why do some... Like even myself, everybody always says, "How could you be where you're at today from what you've gone through?" Yeah. So you know, and they always say, "Who was your Who was your mentor? Who was your you know that person that inspired you?" I I don't have anyone that I could say inspired me. All I could say it was just that internal drive that I have. Yeah. So so again, talking to these women, what gave them that internal drive to do what they're doing today? where you know they didn't have that growing up. So that was a lot of the research that I had done and I'm actually going to be putting that in my I I, I was pre- preparing to write my next business book and my manager keeps saying, "When is that book coming?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's coming." But it really um yeah, um it could be, became very very clear to me 6 months ago. This is what's missing. Mhm. It's missing bringing these women together, g- giving these women courage. Because even these women that I interviewed, and even though they're sitting in a C-suite and own, you know, multi-million dollar businesses, there was still that lack of confidence. There mm-hmm. was still that lack of courage. So, you know, so that's what I continue with, you know, and this program, and that's exactly what this this is. It's to engage, empower you know, give that courage and that confidence to women, and that character that we can be here, that we can help others. Because as women, when we do that, we do feel good about ourselves.
0: Absolutely! Who's on fire? Connie's on fire! Woo-hoo! We, you know, did it. I was like, we brought it
1: together. This is Woo! it.
0: No, this is, this is awesome stuff. I mean, I just, I love this stuff. This stuff really just sets me on fire myself. And, and you know, going back to what you just said about people having previously or even continually asking, you know, who, who inspired you to raise and rise every single day? And I mean, it's like, as I say, Connie, I mean, yeah, I've had my intangible mentors. Uh, back, back in the day for a mm-hmm. lot of what you and I again are paralleled and what we've gone through in terms of various forms of abuse. You know, Oprah Winfrey was huge. Uh, you know, yes. she was, she was a big one for me. My last radio yes. guest last week, who I've had twice now on radio, uh, who's helping me with my book, uh, Dave Pelzer. Um, okay. but, it, but in addition to that, it's like what I always say to people, be your own hero, be your own shero, be your yeah. own leader because you are yeah. with yourself 24-7. So you can't rely on external people to prop you up. You have Ooh, to be no. able to dialogue with yourself in such a way that you are always going to be your number one fan, that you're non-negotiably always going to believe in you because as solopreneurs, as mm-hmm. women who continue to do what we do for the sake of, you know, for the fact that we want to empower other people to empower themselves. Right. um, You've got to, you've got to be very intrinsically sound in how you dialogue with yourself because what yes. you tell yourself is what you're going to emit out there. So yes. if you do yourself a disservice, then you are alternatively doing all the other people that you profess to want to help equally a disservice.
1: That's right. That's right. And, and I've been there. And again, you know my 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 bio says that i mean in my 20s i you know it was sex drugs and rock and roll i mean you know you name it i did it and i was beating myself up where you know it's like no that's not you know that's not going to be that's not good for me that's not good for my children that's not good for everyone everyone around us so you know let's be better let's let's put ourselves out there and you know and i give women permission to be their authentic self love it and, Yeah, and that's what you need to do.
0: Love it. Well, Connie, our time always goes way too fast here on radio. And again, we'll probably have you back because with your growth, there's always going to be an update. There's always going to be something to launch (laughs) and talk about. So given that we've only got about five minutes here, where can people contact you and what would be your parting words to the listening audience in terms of living fearlessly, be unstoppable together, uh, women who dare counsel? What are your last parting words that you would like to impress upon the listening audience today?
1: Well my last parting words really are what I just said give yourself permission mm-hmm. you know they are such powerful words give yourself permission to be your authentic self because no one else is going to do that for you and you know no matter no matter what shit that you've put up with you know your entire life dig deep down way down inside and, and bring out that good in you. Bring out the best in you. And it's that courage, that confidence, and your character that is going to take you and that's going to drive you to, to the next place. And we would love, love to see you inside of the Woman Who Dare Who Dare Council. Again, we it's all about the foundation and, and you know, providing grants for women and helping them. And you might be saying, you know what, maybe I, I can't afford it. Well, you know, we didn't talk about price. Give me a call, and that's why we don't talk about price because we're willing to work with you because we want to see you inside. And again, the qualifications for our women's circle, and you know, it's women in the C-suite, those building their entrepreneurial business. Um, so you know, if you qualify, um, again, give me a call. You can call me directly, Connie Fife. Um, well, let me give you my email; it'll probably be easier. So mm-hmm. email me at Connie at Fife. Group.com and fife is p-h-e-i-f-f so Connie at fifegroup.com I'm putting my personal email right out there for you so you can contact me directly and we'll have a chat we'll see I mean let me put it this way no one is going to be turned away from doing it so maybe you don't qualify for the advisory council but it doesn't mean that you would never qualify for our membership to get you in to get you involved and because again we want to see every woman in here we want to help every woman around the globe so you can achieve excellence and so you can be unstoppable together.
0: you Love it. Thank you, Connie. I'm so honored to be with you side by side, working on this, being a part of this. this is I'm just,
1: so glad you're here.
0: Oh, this is going to take off. It already is. But I just want to say thank you so much for once again, uh, providing myself and the listeners with the gift of your time. You always thank bring you. something really profound to the show. And I really encourage people to go and follow Connie, listen to her podcast, inquire about the women who dare counsel. Uh would love to be working amongst as many powerhouse women as possible. Yes. To my to my listening audience, I want to thank you once again for taking time out of your day to tune in to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Again, uh the podcast shortly thereafter being uh, released to me, goes through the C-Suite Radio Network, my host page up there, so Connie, you can find her there as well on my show, her own show Contact Talk Radio Network, it's it's a lovely thing, I love all this, so uh, I just want to say, I encourage you to live more, fear less and uh, we'll be back here again next Friday with another phenomenal guest talking about other yummy stuff, and I want to thank you as well for being now one, over, one of over 320,000 Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald podcast subscribers i can't mm. thank you enough i can't thank you enough that means the message is getting out there it means people are really sponging up what my guests bring to the show all awesome content phenomenal human beings i want to wish everybody a fantastic weekend be well be you and be unstoppable together living fearlessly take care Yay. of all my best. bye bye You've been listening to Living Fearlessly with your host, Lisa McDonald. Visit her at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.